When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret. Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer. Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in hour number three, the 15th hour of the week. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show here. Want to remind you guys, we will be in at Mar-a-Lago on Tuesday of next week. Both Buck and I will be doing the show Monday and Tuesday from South Florida. Should be a good time there. Cannot wait to sit with 45 himself. Donald Trump will join us at the Open on Tuesday. Make sure that you go and download the podcast and are ready to roll for purposes of that show. We bring in now, she wrote a fantastic op-ed piece. She is Hannah E. Myers, Director of Policing and Public Safety at the Manhattan Institute. And she recently wrote an op-ed in the New York Times that said, uh, these policies were supposed to help black people they're backfiring. It is up right now at clayandbuck.com. You can also go read that at the New York Times. Uh, Hannah, appreciate you taking the time to join us here. It's a fascinating piece, and it's one that is hardly being analyzed at all. What are the impacts as you found them and saw them of the Black Lives Matter movement and what has happened in their wake? Thank you, Clay. And and this is more broad than, than Black Lives Matter, but certainly a lot of overlap with what their policy goals were. Um, we look at criminal justice reforms over the past few years, and we're here in New York, so we focus on our 2019 statewide bail reform and discovery reform. We look at the Less is More Act that passed just this last September that, uh, that um, has fewer parole uh, violators in jail. And also we look at um, policies since around 2016 in New York City that have gradually and intentionally decreased the number of people held in jail on a variety of crimes. And what we find is these reforms were put in place very explicitly to improve black lives, to reduce the amount of interaction between black New Yorkers and the criminal justice system. And, and what we find is looking at the data 
any which way, you see that these policies have actually contributed to making black black lives much harder and actually increasing the amount uh, of interaction between blacks and the criminal justice system, the, the extent to which they're touched by the criminal justice system. Um, and this is both by contributing to an enormous increase in violent crime that impacts black New Yorkers more than anyone else. Um, if you look at 2020, murders went up citywide, a horrific 41%, shootings about doubled. But if you look at a neighborhood like Brownsville, Brooklyn, that is predominantly black, you see that murders went up over 127%, and shootings went up 191%, which is unthinkable. Um, but violent crime very disproportionately victimizes black New Yorkers who make up only about 24% of the city. Um, and similarly, uh, the, the goal of decreasing the extent to which blacks are arrested, uh, convicted, incarcerated, um, has had the opposite effect. If you look at, for instance, the inmate population at New York City's Rikers Island Jail, um, it is it, about five years ago, it was about 50% black. Now it's 60% black. Um, all of this pointing to the reality that criminal justice policies, for everyone's sake, but even to a greater extent for the sake of black New Yorkers, should be based upon the goals of public safety, law and order, and not around trying to engineer particular racial outcomes. Hannah, it's Buck, and I, I wanted to dig into that a bit some more. I mean, this piece was, sure. I think, so well-written and brought together so many important pieces of data. You wrote, uh, you wrote in it, this strategy is harming black New Yorkers by aiming for racial equity in criminal justice rather than focusing solely on deterring and responding to crime. Policymakers seem to have neglected the foundational purpose of law and order. What has followed a sharp rise in victims of crime who remain disproportionately black and a slight increase in the percentage of Rikers Island inmates, you just mentioned that, is a racial imbalance of a more troubling uh, kind. Ending, end quote there. Uh, so the, the social justice movement which we often hear of in the context of criminal justice as criminal justice reform, they explicitly mm -hmm. claim, is, is, and this is part of your, your research, what you find, that because there is a disproportionate number of, or there are disproportionate numbers of uh, members of the black community in prison, the system is racist mm -hmm. and therefore we have to change the system. Is that is that a fair assessment of what they're pushing for? Correct. Correct. Um, and, and what we argue instead is that these, this is not a criminal justice. This is not something you can correct with criminal justice policy. Um, this is a much broader issue. Um, in New York City, pretty consistently, um, shooting victims are about 71% black. Again, the city residents are about 24% black. Murder victims are about 65% black. And crime is very intra-racial, especially violent crime. So um, shooting suspects are black, about 71% black. Uh, murder suspects and arrestees are about 65% black. Um, uh, and this isn't something you can't dismantle the criminal justice system to try to correct for why this is happening. Um, and in fact, when you do, you only hurt the same communities that are the, the main victims of these crimes and that when you stop incarcerating people and prosecuting them for crimes, these are the communities that they are returning to and victimizing people. And, and you are in fact hurting the population you're trying to help by creating, um, you know, streets that aren't safe for kids to go to school, businesses that, um, that suffer, um, by having a greater degree of disorder and crime. 
Um, and so even if you don't fun- foundationally believe, as I think you and I do, that criminal justice policy in, in all fairness and, and rightness should just be based on who's committing crime, even if you are setting out very explicitly to, to improve the lot of blacks relative to others in New York, um, it's just the wrong way to go to do that. Um, you're much better off by just trying to ensure public safety um, for everybody and letting the chips fall uh, in, in who that ends up arresting and convicting and, and uh, incarcerating as long as those are the people who, whose actions have, have landed them, you know, for, for whom those, those are the consequences. Hannah, so much of media attention, I'm glad you brought that up, is focused on one race perpetrating a crime against another race. That is a very substantially minority act. As you said, most racial crime, or most crime, I should say, is within the same race, right? So a black person is likely mm-hmm. to victimize a black person, white and white, Asian and Asian, Hispanic and, and Hispanic. That goes across the board. Why Correct. do you think, this is a couple of part mm-hmm. question here, why do you think sure. the media overwhelmingly focuses on crimes that involve a minority of overall crimes and are external in nature, right, outside of the race? And a second part of that, even to write this piece and or discuss it, I'm assuming that you are in some sense terrified that you're going to be called racist for sharing actual facts and data, even though, again, they're actual facts and data. How much does the fear of racism keep legitimate conversations like this from taking place? Um, so I think there's a lot of nuance there. I think in the past few years, people have, uh, many people have very genuinely been concerned about um, uh, the extent to which uh, blacks are uh, are arrested and incarcerated, are involved in crime, or the the relationship between uh, police and the black communities, which are is inherently fraught because police respond to crime in the neighborhoods that it happens and as we just discussed violent crime very disproportionately happens in black neighborhoods which is why it's so important to build trust and partnership and a, and a sense of um of community between um police and black black communities um i think the narrative has gotten incredibly polarized and i think it's very easy to simply say well look at these these numbers are so skewed Obviously, it's a it's a racist system. This this is all about the criminal justice system itself. Um, I think also people have that we've had such a reduction in crime in New York City over the past few decades and nationwide. But if you look at New York, where it's particularly stark, where we went from, you know, twenty two thousand murders, pardon me, twenty two hundred murders in around nineteen ninety to two hundred thirty murders, something like that, a couple years ago, people become very lax about the reality of violent crime. They think you can dismantle. Uh, why should we be prosecuting anyone or arresting anyone? Crime doesn't really happen, you know? And I think it has, uh, the problem has been worse because, uh, you know, there's, there is a population of people like, um, we were talking about these skewed numbers in New York City, uh, about 1% of shooting victims are white and 1% of shooting arrestees are white and same for Asian. Um, it's very easy to not grapple with the reality of what it feels like to live in and to, to be a potential victim of shoot of a shooting, to live in a neighborhood where you're scared to let your kids go out. Um, and I think it's, it's actually made the narrative worse. If you look at, for instance, a Gallup poll 
in the height, you know, August 2020, when, when things were really very volatile around this issue, a nationwide Gallup poll found that 81% of black Americans wanted the same or more amount of police in their neighborhoods. And I think the, the media, the media narrative, politicians, they, they have not wanted to accept the reality of people on the ground and their, their lived experience of crime and victimization and disorder. Um, my own institute did a poll this past fall in the 20 fastest growing cities nationwide that found that a majority of black residents wanted more policing of quality of life issues like public urination and littering and graffiti. And, um, and, and I think it's very easy for to paint this big image of, you know, cops versus blacks and not and not accept the reality that blacks like everyone else need police to reduce, you know, to to maintain order and peace and allow individuals to thrive. Um, and even if that relationship can be fraught because these numbers are skewed, um, it, that has to be something that's built on and upheld um, and, and looked at as a partnership and not you can't just dismantle policing uh, and, and call it racist. And I think Hannah, really we've got about a minute. I just want to ask, are, are you seeing sure. are you Hannah, are you are you seeing the beginnings, at least, of what feels like the turning of the ship in the other direction? I mean, are, are you seeing not just New York, but Chicago, Houston's having a really rough year and had a very bad 18 months or so with shootings, San Francisco, Los Angeles. Do they realize that bail reform not enforcing smaller crimes, not arresting people for shoplifting, not punishing people severely right. for shootings. Are, are, are they changing the tune or not so much? I, I think there's certainly been more attention uh, to the correlation between cities that have these so-called progressive prosecutors who focus on non-prosecution of crimes, reducing sentencing, reducing charges, um, and record homicide increases and record shoplifting increases. And whereas prosecution, I think, gets less attention than policing because it feels a little bit more obscure and, and less something people see with their eyes on the street, I, I think... Uh, there is there is a gaining uh, attention to it, and, and but we need to have a lot more of that, such that uh, policymakers actually feel like they might get you know not not be reelected if they don't change some of the policies that are that are undermining public safety prosecution policies. Hannah Myers, director of uh, policing and public safety at the Manhattan Institute, go to clayandbuck.com to read her latest op-ed from the New York Times. Hannah. My friend, good to have you on. Thanks for being with us. Thanks so much. Take care. All right. Have you ever tried the Mike Lindell created slippers from my pillow? Because they are amazing. Clay's got them. I've got them. Clay's wife has them. We're going to hook up the whole team in New York City with some slippers. These are so comfortable. The My Slippers are a three-tier cushioning system, two layers of My Pillow foam, a layer of impact gel to prevent fatigue and offer all-day comfort. These slippers can be worn all day long, indoor and outdoor, made from high-quality leather. And right now, get this, our listeners get 50% off, half price, folks. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use promo code Clay and Buck. That's MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Use that promo code Clay and Buck. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. With our promo, you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase. Remember to use code Clay and Buck or call 800-792-3269. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. 
Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades, to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Prepared to sit on my and watch, watch them hit me with pepper spray because I'm a peaceful person. And if they're going to go unlawfully and un- under unlawful orders, I'm not voluntarily off accepting their offer to contract. I'm going to sit on my arse, I'm going to put my arms around my fellow brethren, and we're going to stay home Canada. That was Convoy co-organizer Pat King yesterday saying he'll be hit with pepper spray, he will not move. just want to tell you the update right now, and there is video circulating online, is that the police in Ottawa, the provincial Quebec police, as well as local Ottawa police, 
are going vehicle to vehicle. They are. There's video of them. I've seen it. Clay and I are, are going through it right now. They're they're breaking this protest. Uh, they're going in with the cops with force. They have created a cordon and they are now going vehicle to vehicle. They're pulling people out. They are making arrests. Um, and we'll see how this continues to play out. I mean, Clay, it is it's remarkable. These are protesters who all they're all they really want is for the endless state of emergency that has been declared in the U.S. and Canada and other places to stop. They're the ones that want normalcy. They're the ones that want the emergency, quote-unquote, to end. By the way, it's not an emergency, folks. Okay, this is just life now. It's an endemic disease. COVID is out there. We'll deal with it. We do the best we can. We go forward. But these powers that they've taken into their hands, I mean, the, the petty tyrant Trudeau, recognized at some level early on that this was a huge opportunity to, in so many ways, remake society. And we had our buddy Glenn Beck on not long ago, Clay, talking about the Great Reset. There has certainly been a massive reordering of many aspects of not just society in terms of the way we work, but the relationship between citizen and state. They're going in there right now with the, with the world watching, Clay, and they're they're throwing these protests. They're throwing, they're throwing the Freedom Convoy truckers in cuffs. Taking them, taking them out. That's what they're doing. It's wild to think about the disconnect. Not that the United States has handled COVID well or that we've made sense with our mask mandates. But I believe at this point, Buck, every state except for Hawaii has either announced an end to their mask mandate or they've already implemented it. So 49 out of the 50 states, I believe only Hawaii is holding out in terms of still sticking to mask mandates. And so you've got, and I was just watching the videos uh, as you were talking there, you've got Canadian authorities busting into truckers, uh, into, into their cabins, into their, uh, into their property, and starting to drag people out to arrest them for protest. And then what's going to happen in Canada, Buck? I mean, in a month? Is it everything that these guys have been protesting and requesting going to be essentially happening? And I wish we didn't have the idiot Biden in charge right now, because I think if we had Trump still as president, he would say to all these Canadians, hey, come down here and work as truckers in our country. We'll welcome you. We're not going to require that you get the vaccine. And we would have a better infrastructure than we do right now. I mean, that's my thought when I see everything. We got Secretary uh, Buttigieg, who's been on uh, Mayor Pete's been on uh, you know paternity leave for eighteen months or whatever the heck it is now. I'm joking. I mean, I, I think he's back now, but he was gone forever. I want the Canadian infrastructure. I want those truckers. I want them to be American citizens. I respect them. I want them here helping to fuel commerce in this country. If we didn't have such a loser in Biden. I think we might have a president who's making that suggestion. Come back into the fight that parents are waging against the madness in schools, mask mandate, CRT, and all the rest of it. One dad, you got to hear from this dad, went viral. Then we'll hear from Ned Ryan, another dad who's in Loudoun County fighting this fight. Mortgage rates remain incredibly low, but for how much longer? There's a countdown clock on those, which is why you need to call American Financing now. Lock in a low rate and potentially save yourself up to $1,000 a month. You'll look back at this decision a month from now and feel fantastic about your decision. 
So give American Financing a call. There's no pressure, no obligation, no upfront or hidden fees. Just a simple conversation around ways you can save some big money without starting your loan uh, your loan over. Instead, choose any term 10 years and over. Call American Financing now. 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLS Travis and Buck Sexton. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We're going to go up to Northern Virginia with our friend Ned Ryan, whose kids, believe it or not, have been suspended 10 days for refusing to wear masks in school, even though. The governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, has won that battle. And also, frankly, they had bipartisan support to end the mandate and let kids and parents make their own choice on masks. But we'll talk to him next. I wanted in the meantime to play this clip that has gone viral of a father discussing the way that his kids are being taught in schools and whether or not it is appropriate to teach people that they are a victim based on the color of their skin, which is one of the tenets of critical race theory. So this is from North Carolina. This is a dad named Brian Echeverria. If I messed up his last name, I apologize. Listen to this as he discusses parents taking back control over what their kids are being taught. I'm biracial, I'm bilingual, I'm multicultural. The fact is, in America, in North Carolina, I can do anything I want, and I teach that to my children. And the person who tells my little pecan-colored kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me. And I think that's the same for every parent. What the mask showed us is that the parents, the most powerful group of people in our country, that they're taking back the wheel. Now, obviously, we had to take the wheel back for the mask, but we're taking the wheel back from Washington all the way to Raleigh and into our local school board because CRT, all of that, the parents don't want it. It's a big, fat lie. There's not one. If you believe in CRT, I want to tell you you're a liar because that means you look at your black neighbor and say that they're oppressed and you look at your white neighbor and say that they're evil, regardless of the experience that you've had with them. And we're not going to do that. It's, it's first of all, it's fantastic. This guy is, you know, it's good that he's going viral. He should go viral for this and speaking so many truths in this. But, Clay, that point also about you only ever have left wing pundits. It's like, you know, bureaucrats in the teaching system, teachers, union officials and pundits on MSNBC talk about CRT or they say it's not CRT. They play all these games. We're just teaching honest history, whatever. Where are the parents? coming out that would say why are you stopping teaching this great programming this is fan-. you never see that the same way you never see democrats leaving florida because it's so dangerous here without the covid restrictions you have in new york you never see parents coming forward to say that they want crt because this really is a tool of indoctrination that the bureaucracy and the left uses it's not something that parents want their kids learning you never hear what? about this It's ingraining the idea of perpetual victimization, and it takes away the agency of the individual child to be able to be successful because you are telling them that their success is impossible, which is the exact opposite of what we should be teaching kids of all different backgrounds in this country today. 
I believe that anybody, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, who commits themselves to having and learning an education in conjunction with having parents who are encouraging that is going to be wildly successful in America today. And that's why I always say, I wish we spent more time telling kids, hey, we can't guarantee that you're going to grow up and be rich, right? Because, look, everybody can't be rich. But what we can guarantee is you can grow up and not be poor. And this is what I tell my kids all the time, and I'd encourage you to be telling your kids, boys and girls out there, look, graduate from high school, get married, and don't have a kid until you are 25 or older. Those are three things, Buck, that every single kid out there can accomplish. Now, you want more. I hope my kids go to grad school. I hope that they achieve high levels of success. But start off with something that everybody can achieve, black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Do you know, Buck, if you do those three things, graduate high school, get married, and don't have a kid until you are 25 years old, the poverty rate in this country for people who do those three things is zero. doesn't matter where you start. You can start off very poor. You do those three things for yourself, regardless of where you're from, regardless of what your parents did. You will not be poor in America. That's something everybody can do. I've heard this for a long. This has been a mantra among conservatives for a long time. I never heard the 25 year reign. I I thought it was just get married, stay, don't have a child before you're married, get married and stay married. So this is kind of a variation on what I'd heard in the past, but the same idea. And yes, of course, the, the, the data bears this out. If people, if they were doing real social science to help people, they would say, here are choices that overwhelmingly favor yeah. positive long-term life outcomes irrespective of race education level of your parents uh religion etc but it's much easier and honestly let's be let's be clear about this for the for the elite apparatus it is much more uh politically effective often to just make it about envy to make it about resentment to make it about the system is holding people down and that's what you see a lot of in this country. And it's sad. It's really it's really a shame because they're pushing people away from decisions they could make that would let them reach their full potential. All of us, you know, so I I think that the, this is going to become increasingly clear over time to anybody who digs into the data. And I also think that we should see what our friend Ned Ryan has going on with his fight against mask mandate lunacy in schools in northern Virginia. That's where we're going next. In the meantime, switching your cell phone carrier is not the first thing you necessarily think about every day. But with Pure Talk, it's worth having a little bit of a thought about it. Because everybody out there just about has a cell phone bill. And Pure Talk is an alternative that makes all the sense in the world. Same 5G service on the same network is one of the big three companies offering cell phone service. But they offer service for far less every month. You don't have to be chained to Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And the average family can save $800 a year. That means over the next 10 years of paying a cell phone bill, you could save $8,000. Would you switch your cell phone provider if you knew you could save eight grand, keep your phone, and keep your number? Of course you would. Plus, you can get unlimited talk, text, unlimited data with a hotspot, just 55 bucks a month. Get hooked up now by going to puretalk.com. Find the plan that's right for you. No contracts, no smoke and mirrors, just pure transparency. For this month only, enter the promo code PureTalk and you'll get an additional 25% off your first three months. That's puretalk.com, promo code PureTalk. 
If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades-in-arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Welcome back to the Clan Buck Show. Closing it up for this episode. Back with you on Monday. Mar-a-Lago Show Tuesday with former President Trump leading us off right at noon Eastern time. But right now we got our friend Ned Ryan, founder of American Majority, coming to us from the front lines of freedom in northern Virginia, the Loudoun County School Throwdown. Ned, good to have you back. Yeah, good to be back with you guys. Yeah, definitely uh, definitely a good time to be alive and never a dull moment here in Loudoun County. So what's going on with the mask situation? I know your own kids 
They've been out of school for 10 days because they refuse to get masked up by these loons. That's right. No, they and we talked through with with the three older kids the the process. If they were not going to show up with a mask, they're going to get suspended. They all wanted to go through it, uh, so they were all formally suspended for refusing to wear masks. Um, and that, of course, ended on Wednesday. Not only because Glenn Youngkin signed into law the bill that had been passed to the Senate and the House of Delegates, but because the Loudoun County judge basically issued, well, did issue an injunction. Uh, saying that there will be no mask. So everybody went back to school Thursday, yesterday, without a mask. But even the best thing, Buck, was this. The judge ordered that any disciplinary actions for not obeying the mask mandate mandate be struck from the records of the, of all the students. So it was one of those things where I just told the kids on the way home, we, we were out somewhere Wednesday night on the way home, I said, you know, the, the great thing is, guys, you held in there, you hung in there, and oftentimes the, the, what leads to success is holding on when everybody else is let go. So I'm so proud of you guys, and you get to go back to school tomorrow without a mask. So there's been real victory. But I have to tell you, Buck, I'm not really interested in going, oh, we won, we can go back to normal. I don't want to sing kumbaya with these folks. Uh, I'm interested in running out as many school board members as possible and pursuing other means uh, if, if I think there's an avenue for that as well. Because I'm not interested in this happening again, and I want there to be, quite frankly, a little pain and misery for them for what they've done to these kids for, for way too long. So you guys won. Congratulations. And, and, and most importantly, congratulations to your kids who learned Thanks. amazing,ly important lesson about standing up for what's right and getting that validation of now knowing they were right. Is this over in Arlington County and Northern Virginia yeah. too? Because I know that they're still trying to appeal and that thing is still a mess for people out there geographically, Arlington County, right across the river, the Potomac from uh, from Washington, D.C., which obviously has had very draconian COVID restrictions. What's the latest there? Has all of Virginia acquiesced to the power of no. the governor to make this choice or what's going on no. there? They're, they're fighting. You know, it's, it's Arlington's inside of, of Fairfax County and Fairfax yeah. has dug in, Clay, and, they, and they're refusing to actually suspend masks. Until March 1st, because legally the law that was passed March 1st is when it, it goes into effect. And the difference between Fairfax and Loudoun is that judge stepping in Wednesday night, I think it was around 7 o'clock, saying, no, I'm issuing an injunction. But, no, Fairfax has doubled down, uh, which is completely absurd and ridiculous, and, and are basically fighting to the last moment because they refuse to, to let the kids come back without masks. So I think right now, as things stand, unless there's an injunction issued by by a judge in Fairfax County, those kids are not going to be able to go back uh, without masks until March 1st, which is completely ridiculous and absurd. Uh, when the bill, the, the law has been passed, it's in effect, but they the, these local school boards have completely lost their minds. They're completely detached from reality. And I reminded my kids, Clay, this, this has nothing to do with real data or real science. This is an out-of-touch school board really kind of having a power play that we're in charge and by God, we're not going to let you come back without masks until the very last moment we are actually forced by law to do that. And, it, and the, the other thing too, that's not as well known clay is even up until seven o'clock on Wednesday night, the Loudoun County public school lawyers were fighting tooth and nail to try and get the kids to be uh, the kids that were suspended to not be able to come back until March 1st to, to force the mask mandate and the judge finally said at 7 o'clock, no, we've had enough. I'm issuing an injunction. But the Loudoun County School Board and their, their lawyers were going to fight this to the bitter end as well. So it's, it's pretty amazing. And I hope that we do have the ability to run some of these Loudoun School Board members out 
uh, this fall with special elections because the signatures have been collected on at least a couple of them to hopefully be able to force those recall elections this fall. We're speaking to Ned Ryan, founder of American Majority. And uh, Ned, you know, how much of this, because you've been dealing with this situation in, in Loudoun County for a while now. It's also yeah. been the, the site of some of these teachers who are, I'm sorry, these school board members who don't like being chewed out by parents who are rightfully <laughs> angry about the situation. But now with this whole, the, the fact that this is going to court and people spending all this time on the mask thing in schools, when we're seeing masks drop away, mask mandates dropping away in state after state across the country, is this just about political spite? Is it because, let's be yes. honest, the lib education apparatus doesn't want to give an inch to those evil Trumpers who don't like masks? Or are people really, I know it's uh, a combination, but are people really just terrified that if kids can breathe fresh air, they're going to die from COVID? You know, like what's really pushing this? I think it's a mix of, of both, Buck. I think there are still some people that literally still buy into, even though we know that there are studies out there that those stupid paper cloth masks are 10% effective, even N95 masks are only 50% effective, if worn correctly, but they've still bought into the lie that somehow this will protect them from this virus. And I think there also is a, an element of political spite that they deeply resent that Glenn Youngkin won, that Jason Miares is the attorney general, that Republicans now control the House of Delegates. Yeah, so there's, a, there's certainly an element of bitterness and anger about losing politically, but I think this is going to have serious consequences for them. I mean, not only here in Loudoun, in, in Virginia, but we saw in San Francisco, people have had enough. People have said, we're done here. You're not the ones that get to dictate to us how you use our taxpayer dollars, how you teach our kids. Quite frankly, is more they're trying to indoctrinate. But we've had enough. And the Ned, is, is Glenn Youngkin the real deal from what you're seeing yeah. so far? Because so far, yeah. from an outsider's perspective, I don't live in the state, but I'm like, this guy's getting it done. I've been pleasantly surprised. I, I have to tell you, I had my question marks that maybe was this, some of this was political expediency. But he's been true to his word. He said, I'm going to be your advocate. I'm going to be your champion, parents. You're going to have the ability to have more choice and more say in how your children are educated and their health choices when they go to school. And he did not back down. He and Jason Miares have gone to the mats and said, we promised you we would do this, and we've actually done it. And it's required a little bit of political courage. But he's, unlike a lot of politicians, said, I'm going to do this, and he's actually followed through on his promises. Ned, this is a perfect example of election having elections having consequences oh, because for people absolutely. out there who are living in different parts of the country and they are saying, hey, my kids are still masked up. We still don't have the freedom as parents to make a choice for our own kids. You guys proved change one office. And I know the AG and also the lieutenant governor changed, right. but that changed everything when it comes to masks. Like it's upsetting that Fairfax is trying to hold out until March 1st. But if Terry McAuliffe wins this election, you're finishing oh. the school year with all your kids in masks. Oh, at a minimum. But but even more so, Clay, the fact that elections have consequences. The reason we were able to get this pulled off, House of Delegates. House of Delegates yes. flipped seven seats now to 52-48 Republican majority. And they were able to get this through. I think the pleasant surprise was the fact that the state Senate, uh, which is Democrat majority 2119, actually passed through uh, SB 739, this, this bill that actually lifts the mass mandates. But, yeah, elections have consequences. We won the governorship. We won the attorney general. We won the lieutenant governor. We won the House of Delegates in a state that Biden won by 10 points in 2020. These things have consequences that impact our daily lives. And that's why I'm telling people 
you better focus on this fall from school board all the way to federal. And if we do it right, I think we will be very, very pleasantly surprised by the impact that we can have. But I want people to really double down and say, you know what? Even though we've won in this mass mandate situation in the short term, I want there to be more permanent victories. We have to take over more school boards to say we're never going to let this happen again. Our friend Ned Ryan, he is the founder of American Majority and also the author of The Adversaries, a story of Boston and Bunker Hill, which you can all pick up for some weekend reading. Ned, thanks for being with us, my friend. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Clay, can you believe that we actually are at the the end of today's show? It feels like it's been hour one, but we, we've been flying by. The week passes fast. I hope it passes fast for our listeners as well. But, man, it's good to finish with the big dub, right? I mean, for all those people, and I know we have a lot of people listening in Northern Virginia because of the battleground of school masking, for them to pull off this win, you just heard Ned Ryan talking about it, Buck, it, to me, is a perfect roadmap for so many other states out there. And certainly, you saw it happen in San Francisco where they kicked three school board members who were of the woke agenda, trying to rename all the schools while they were still shut down, trying to cover up uh, paintings that they didn't like uh, inside of the school buildings. There is a rising tide of sanity, and it is sweeping out all of the Democrat insanity. I really am super optimistic about that in the months ahead. We're still going to be the gathering point, the field of muster, the town hall square for everybody who wants to get into this fight this year and this midterm election, folks. So, Get excited about that. We're going to be we're going to be doing a lot of uh, conversations around these issues going forward. Senator Rand Paul is going to be with us on Monday. We're going to have a great chat with him, of course. Perhaps the only person that is more of a nemesis to Fauciism than yours truly. Clay and I'll be with you guys on Monday from Florida. Over and out. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. 
David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 